Hey everyone, and welcome to the Healthy is Hot podcast. I'm your host, Chloe Wilde, entertainment reporter by day, sweatpant connoisseur by night. From hashtag to movement, we believe that loving all sides of you is what's healthy, and healthy is hot. Join us as we have raw, real conversations with badass individuals living passionate lives, thriving to make their dreams come true, and diving deep into how they got to where they are. And the best part? How health is a key component of all of it. From the highs to the lows, we get into it. From fitness to mental health to aspirational careers, get ready to be inspired. Also, we don't hold back. There might be swearing, there's definitely gonna be some laughing, and hopefully you can take something away from these conversations to live your best life. To live your healthiest hot life. This week, Oh, I get to get to chat with a dear friend of mine who truly inspires me on the daily, the one and only founder of Whip, Bianca Harris. I'm sure you've done this before. I mean, <laughs> I'm really excited to have you here because this is we're in my very tiny office right now, surrounded by all kinds of shit. Who else is this office? Is this Tyrone. Oh. You're sitting in Tyrone's chair. Hi, Tyrone. Mr. One Love to you. Your chair is being occupied by someone much more beautiful than you. He's, you know, he's living it up right now. Where is he? Carnival. Oh, he is? And, yeah, Shut up. He's, he's not missing this office right now. But I'm happy that we're doing this here because this is the building that we, we met. met. fell in love. We actually did fall in love. We did, instantly. Little baby Chloe and little baby V. You had lo- you had hair back then. I had long hair, like a bob cut, like yeah. uh, posh spice. And I was <laughs> like, oh my god, what's this Chloe girl going to be like? Is she going to be bitchy? Like, what am I going to have to deal with today? And then you came in and you were so sweet and amazing. Because you never know, working with talent, what you're going to have to, you know, work with. TV hosts to be totally are not always. Oh, they're not always delightful. Right. And you were amazing and we fell in love instantly and that was it. We, we fell in love over makeup. Yeah. And giggling. Yeah. That was what? Three, four years ago even, I think. Uh, when was I on Three e? years ago, probably. No, I think it may have been. I feel like you recently tagged me in something that was like four years ago. I know, because you know how Facebook's been popping up? I'm like, this is... <laughs> when Facebook shows me memories, it either makes me really happy or really sad. I was like, how was this this long ago? We were babies. You know? Four years. And so much has changed for you in four years. Yeah. Because I, I feel like just... when I met you, you were doing makeup mostly full time. I think I was only doing makeup at the time that we met. Like, now I've, like, launched a few businesses. And just like a couple. And, lost my mind. But I think at the time I was probably just doing makeup, I think. I and I think remember. you were loving doing makeup at the time, but you were craving and yearning for something else. How honest are we being? Very honest. I was not loving it at no. the time. No, I loved meeting. Yeah. Like, I would love, like, the actual meeting of, like, new people and all of that stuff. I always have loved. And, like, talking and all of that. And getting to, you know, not working at a desk. Just, yeah. like, being out there. But the actual makeup and career and, like, everything it entailed. I mean, I've been doing it for 10 years. So to do something that that, like, people think it's easy and glamorous, behind the scenes is really hard work. Especially if you're just working by yourself. And it was just not, I was just not feeling it anymore at the time. So, but I'm so grateful for the career I've had because it's literally helped me launch everything else I'm doing. Plus, when you're in a bind, you can throw on a killer, killer (laughs) So when was the moment then that, you decided, I'm not happy doing this. I need to shake it up and do something bigger. I don't think I thought about it that way. I think I I was taking these courses and, like, just, you know, figuring out my own stuff. Um, Are you talking about the courses I think you're talking about? Yeah. The courses you keep pushing me to take? <laughs> I didn't push you to take them today. Oh, someone else in this building oh, okay, it wasn't also me. did that, and they were like, you should really do this. You yeah. should work your shit out. Yeah. And I was like, okay. Yeah. 
just like essentially like um personal development kind of courses yeah. that I was taking because I just I was kind of lost in the moment I didn't know what I wanted to do I was like not happy in my career I didn't know what to reach for almost um and I ended up coming up with this event and it was just supposed to be a one-time thing and I was going to carry on with my life so we did uh there were six people on the panel um and it was specifically for women in the creative industry um sorry the brand I call the brand I run is called whip but we basically just wanted to do like a small event for women on like how to start their career how to deal with like invoicing like you know all the stuff that we like we jump in this, into these careers and we don't know what the hell we're doing so we did that event and a hundred people came to the event and that was 99 more than I thought would <laughs> I was like <laughs> what the fuck this is crazy and yeah I just kind of grew from there I loved I actually ended up really loving the event planning process which I didn't know I would because I had never done it yeah like I don't even plan like dinner parties <laughs> you, so you don't leave your house yeah the fact that you're I'm here right now is body. huge yeah. <laughs> everybody listening that knows me like, like you literally won't leave your house um <laughs> but planning so, yeah bomb because we obviously met here mm-hmm. at the office doing makeup tutorials and then when you launched the second iteration of whip yeah you hit me up and you were like, hey, can you, do you want to be involved? Do you want to help host and moderate this? And I was in a yes phase and really, really, <laughs> really liked you. And I was like, I've never really done this before, but yeah, let's do it. I don't it. think you told me that at the time. Oh, no, 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 no. I, uh, fake it till you make it is uh, the best piece of advice I've ever given. But you killed it. And I remember walking in and the, you had, the room was full. We full had of 350 people. And the panel was epic it was it was amazing you pulled together this day with some of the coolest women in the city like yeah. all different backgrounds but they all had one thing in common and that was they were driven and they wanted to build this incredible life for themselves it's been really cool because i would love to take all the credit and be like i did it all yeah. of it but i have had such amazing like there's been you know different teams throughout this whole process and people that have come and gone but every single person that has been part of this in the smallest or biggest way is are those are the people that deserve yeah. the credit because I was just kind of managing it all, you know. I think that um, team team <laughs> team building is really difficult, <laughs> but through the difficulty, I've grown so much and yeah. had to check my own ego so many times and like because I can be really like when I want to get this done. I'm going for that goal, right? And it's a lot to have to deal with that as a team. So I've really had to like check myself a yeah. lot. So it's been, it's helped me. Like if, if I never do this again, you know, my my career might change. Um, it has really like helped me come into my own in so many different ways and really check myself and like get my shit together personally. So it's been really interesting, the journey that I've... Especially because I know you don't want to take the credit. You keep saying you help manage it all. When you're managing an event, you're managing a team... And ideally, you want to be able to trust that team and know that they'll pull through for you. How hard is it to find and build a team like that? <laughs> it's weird because it's easy to get the people, but it's hard to make a team, not make a team, just allow a team to mesh and be like, right now, it's like the best that it's ever been. Everyone on my team is just like, we just get along. And like, when I, when we have to tell each other, like, look, you didn't do that or this was supposed to be done. It was just, it's not a thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like. I mean, I don't want to speak too soon, but it's been really. <laughs> you have long. a huge, you have a huge event coming, and I really like. I hope that what you're saying transpires. No, I will. The team that I have right now is honestly really like it's really great. But I, 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 we've talked about this, especially with like everything that you're you're building and trying to build, right? Like you, I think so many women, especially, do not want to reach out and ask for help. 
And I know that's hard for me. Um, but that's like, you're not going to get anywhere without it. No. And I'm, I could agree more. I am a control freak. Yeah. A very <laughs> intense type A control freak. Even though I'd like to think that I'm this free spirited, <laughs> go with the flow kind of gal. I'm not. I'm not. What's your sign again? Sagittarius. Right. Does that make sense? You I find sign. Sagittarius very, f- pretty flowy, okay. but they're very, um, like once, once you guys dig your heels in, <laughs> that's it. But I, f- I don't like, it's a different kind of control freak than me. I don't know how to. What's your sign? Cancer. Okay. Oh, my mom's cancer. What up, mom? I love you. Yeah. No shade to cancers. No. Yeah. I don't know. You guys are, I, what I can say about Sag that I really love is you guys are really hopeful. It's true. Like, like Taylor on my team, I'm like, oh my God, all these things are like, and she's like, you need to relax. It's literally all going to work out tomorrow. And I'm like, oh, you're normal. <laughs> you know, like that makes sense. Yeah, but sometimes too hopeful though. I'm like, I'm always convinced everything's going to be good. And then if something doesn't work out, I'm like, but I don't know how to handle this <laughs> really? disappointment. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. But that's, like, that's reality for me. But yeah, I think you have to, I mean, look, good for you if you can do it all. But I think if you can surround yourself with a team, it's only going to be better for the end result, the end product, the end event, whatever it is you're trying to build, because, I mean, we're just people. We're just individual people with 24 hours a day. Yeah. I mean, I can say for me, I know that it doesn't work because I've experienced it. So I can say that, like, I was pushing myself too far. Yeah. I was doing too much, and I ended up being so exhausted that I didn't do anything. So, like, after that event, the third whip that I was like... Is that when Adua was there? Yeah. So after that one, because it was such a big undertaking, um, and I was also doing a million other things at the same time, I literally remember going to Europe and going to Italy for like two months after that, and just the complete opposite. I was like, I don't give a shit about anything that has to do with work. Which isn't great either, because then you abandon all these things that you're trying to grow, right? But because when you push yourself too far... It's just like going to the gym. Like, yeah, we want to work out, but you can't push yourself so much that you can't work out for a week after that. Yeah. And that's me. Like, that's what I do in every area of my life. So my biggest learning lesson from last year was to, like, take things slow and don't try to always go so extreme right away. Like, grow things incrementally. Have you... Are you able to notice the signs now when you're going too hard? Yep. Because I need to learn that. Like, you said the gym example... I trained way too fucking hard leading up to the MMBAs and to TIFF and some big photo shoot with New Balance, and I, I, I had to stop for four months. Because like I, I, I trained myself to the ground. Like, that's not healthy. That's what I I'm mean. I'm trying to build this healthy brand, and yeah. I did the polar opposite. I destroyed my body mm-hmm. to the point where I could barely walk after a spin class. And now, four months later, I'm, like, rebuilding, getting stronger again, and I'm terrified to go back to that place because I don't know... How, moderation and I don't do well I only know how to do things at the extreme yeah and so now I'm trying to be more aware of my body and the signs but I don't know that I actually am for I think I'm for in my experience the only way you're gonna get the you're really gonna get it in your soul is if you like I pushed myself so far I'm telling you like so far in so many areas of my life that I had to like it it was like it was like a, a lesson from the universe it's like I had to I really got it because I had gone way too far. So it was like, now my body was like, no, I can't. I was literally like burnt. I, I don't know if the burnt out is even the word. I was dead. I was like dead. 
And so what happens is, like you said, you're trying to build this brand and I'm trying to create this like really positive energy in the world. And I was treating myself like shit mm-hmm. and everyone around me because I was always irritated because I was tired and overworked. So it's like I'm doing all of this, but then at the same mo- in the same moment, I'm also not reflecting it, you know? So I really got it in so many ways that now it's like, and you got it too more than, or mm-hmm. else you would be back at the gym mm-hmm. going hard again. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's like you just have to learn it and understand like that was the, that's a huge lesson for me because I'm such an extremist. When you went to Europe, because I saw you that day, I was at that event. Yeah. And I'd never seen you like that. Like you were shaking. Oh, I like was Like you mess. had, I don't know, what the last time you slept or the last time you ate a proper meal. No or the idea. last time you, like. I remember eating french fries every day that week, go, go, like uh, leading up. I don't know why. I just kept like, I had no time. Yeah. And I think I lost like eight pounds in that week. Literally, like, I, like, couldn't fit into my clothes. Which is... I looked at photos, I'm like, I look like death. Like, you just, you were going, you were going full speed ahead. Yeah. And then, you messaged me, and you're like, I'm gonna go to Europe. I did not think you were gonna come back. Oh, I didn't want to. Like, I really <laughs> did not think you were gonna come back. But here's the thing I want to talk about that's so important, because I think, I think it's so cool, and so, um such a thing to be like, oh my god, I work 24 hours a day. Yeah. I'm so successful. I'm so this. I'm so, like, it's like, it's like... That's what we put out there. Like, I'm a workaholic, da 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 and I'm not preaching. I'm, yeah. you know. But it's become so cool in our culture to, like, be successful and want to get somewhere and all of that stuff where it's like, why does that even matter? Yeah. You know, it's like, there's, it's great to have ambitions and be motivated, but I, that's all I cared about at the time was, yeah. like, getting to these goals that every other aspect of my life was being neglected. Oh, yeah, back burner. Every single like, yeah, I didn't see my friends. I didn't see my. I was like, just ridiculous, you know. So how many times? And I had I recently had this conversation with someone where we completely glamorized the idea of being busy and overworked and overwhelmed and exhausted. That's what I mean. And unable to do it all. Somehow that's become the thing that we all strive to be because otherwise, well, then what are you really doing? And nowadays, when I see people in the hallway or see people out and about, they're like, "Hey, how are you?" My instinct is to say. I'm so busy. Like, I, I'm exhausted. And I'm like, what? Like, no, you are so much more than these things. And I'm trying to be better at managing my time and not being, quote, unquote, so busy because that's not the quality of life I want to live. I want to hustle, work hard, do my thing, but I don't want being busy to be the first thing that comes out of my mouth when someone stops me and says, hey, like, what's up? How are you? I feel like we should be able to say something else. We should be able to offer something more value. Yeah. That's, I mean, I, I really think, because, like, we've talked about, you know, me and my meditating, and I'm so, yeah. I always harp on it, but it, it really just has changed my life, right? It's because it's, like, I'm really stopping thinking those obsessive thoughts and being obsessive. Yeah. You just get to sit. Um, but how, I, the idea of meditation is this, like, beautiful holy grail. I have tried it when I was away, when I ran away from life for two weeks in Portugal and meditated twice a day, every day for like hours. And I finally was able to do it. But I don't know if that's because I was in a new environment or it was part of our our schedule or what, but I was able to commit. And then here in Toronto, I've done a couple group meditations. There's that home spot and then Mm -hmm. Emily at the Quiet Company does some. And those I can do, but I can't, I shouldn't say I can't. I I, I like hit some kind. I can't seem to do it and commit to it at home and yet I know how powerful it is I mean talking to you about it is just one of those things where I'm like how I need to treat meditation like my daily vitamin like yeah I feel like I think what you said is what it is for a lot of people it's like we look at it as this thing like this out this oh my god this like 
you know, you said holy grail kind of thing. And I think that is part of it because mm-hmm. it feels like it's unattainable. Yeah. When you think about yeah. it like that. Yeah. Holy grail is, yeah, it's something you can aspire to, but something you'll never actually hold. Yeah, exactly. And number one, I think you just have to find, first of all, a meditation that works for you, an amount of time that works for you. I think that like doing two hours or 20 minutes is too much for some people, yeah. but five minutes out of your day to just, you know. And will five minutes result in yeah an effect? Yes. Because I think... And you don't have to sit there and meditate and just... Uh, yeah. Like there's... I, I do kundalini yoga, which is essentially just breathing exercises with like different movements. It's not like the yoga you generally yeah. see. Um, and it's literally just breathing exercises for however long. That really works for me. Because yeah. I'm not just sitting there and like, you know... Yeah. Uh, you know, just thinking. So you're breathing moving yeah and meditating yeah that's what i do kundalini yoga yeah and uh, do a lot of people go like who, who do you see in these classes i haven't seen that many people that i know in them, okay but how nice is that it's the most intense kind of meditation that i've ever done have you tried other ones that you just did not vibe with at all well my meditation journey has been interesting because it started with like okay the youtube stuff and like i i, I started very slow because i didn't I, i'm like i can't sit there and meditate for an yeah. hour now i can meditate for an hour and a half no problem but I started with like three minutes because that's all I could take. Yeah. And then I slowly built it up. Just like I said, like you have to just slowly because it's too intimidating yeah. otherwise. And we're not used to slowing our minds down. So if you're not used to doing that, doing something like that, even for a fucking minute is like, oh, my God. Right. So you just have to find this. You have to find something that works for you. There's so many different types of meditation. What? This one is it for me. Like I've like love it. So like rather than going to the gym and buying a, a workout class you'll go to kundalini and well, i do both i do both if so like today for instance i'm like i know i got my period i'm like i know oh. i'm not i don't want to do the gym today yeah but i will so I, I i what i do is i commit to doing either one or the other yeah every day but i'll still meditate a bit every day but if i'm not going to the gym i'll go to my meditation class which is what, which, which is what i'm going to do tonight do you train yourself at the gym or do you do classes i used to do class i was all very big into the yeah. class idea and now i've just been doing on my own and yeah I, again, it's like something I'll be really hard on myself about, you know. I become obsessed with a class. I do it until I hate it. And then I'm yeah. like, okay, next. So I'm just trying to, t- I'm just really trying to take everything slower than before. The one, I don't want to say the one time, but the most successful meditation I had, and it was insane. I felt like I was high on drugs. It was at the end of that that trip to Portugal where I just needed to find myself again and it was my last day and for whatever reason I just felt compelled to like go sit on the beach by myself no towel no blanket under me just really sit on the ground so I could feel grounded yeah and I was watching the oceans and the ocean come in and the sun was slowly starting to set oh. and I just without even planning it like I did not plan to go sit and meditate but I just in the moment closed my eyes and next thing you know I don't even know how much time had passed I was fully in this state where I was there, but I wasn't there. I was able to see and hear and feel things more clearly than anything. I appreciated the feeling of sand under my legs and the wind against my skin and the sound of the ocean in a way that I, it's like my eyes had been opened in that minute and I craved that feeling so much. So I feel like I just need to find the motivation. You don't need the motivation. You just have to get, it's just like, you just have to get your butt in the seat for like a week. Yeah. Yeah. You know, just like consistently go for like four or five days and then you become like your, you, you need to go like tonight. I was like, 
because I've been so crazy busy lately. I haven't done it in three yeah. days. Like I've done it at home, but I yeah. haven't gone to like a class. And like I need to go to that class tonight. Like my mind actually needs to just for a second. Does that what? make sense? So it's like when yeah. you consistently do it, just like anything else, you you almost have to after yeah. a while. And you don't need to go away to meditate. How do you feel after you meditate? I sleep what like keep- a rock. Because I, like, I have trouble sleeping because yeah. I'm constantly thinking about all these millions of things I have to do. Um, I sleep like a rock and it just gives me so much perspective and I've gotten such amazing ideas in my meditations. Like, I'm like, okay, oh, I've wow. Heard that. I've never heard thought that. of, I never thought, like, uh, my podcast relaunch, who I wanted to bring on as the co-host, like, just different things that I've been wanting to do but couldn't figure out in yeah. my unconscious day-to-day life. It's like, it just gave me the answers. Because I feel like that's the thing you always hear. When you meditate and you get those thoughts and you get those visions, like that's always been there. But because there's so much yep. fucking noise, yep. we can't actually hear. You can't access it. How could you yeah. access it if there's nothing to let it in? You know? Yeah, it's so simple. <laughs> it's so simple. Yeah. But like I said, it's like you don't ha- don't put so much pressure on yeah. yourself about it. Do f- do three minutes. Yeah. The best thing to do your calm- to calm yourself down is put your thumb over your right nostril okay. and then breathe in and out through your left nostril slowly so like breathe in for three seconds and then out and release and that'll calm you down so if that's all you can manage throughout the day come in this office shut the door no phone and just do that for three minutes i could do that it has to be the right the right cover the right yeah because this is the con you can do the other one but that'll give you energy okay so if you cover the right and breathe in and out through the left for three minutes Mm -hmm. the air feels so cold going up does it yeah I always feel more in tune with myself when I'm around you. You do? Yeah. That's so nice to hear. Yeah, I really do. I do, because you're just like, you you hustle so fucking hard, but you're also more than ever, I think, right now, in tune with yourself. Thank you. Yeah. I think because I was so not in tune with myself (laughs) and so abusive to myself for so long. You shouldn't laugh, but yeah. No, it's, I mean, I have to laugh at it. Like, I, I, I was such a hardcore partier. Which is so weird because I've never seen that side of you. But people, I believe people that it. know me at this part of my life yeah. are like, I, "You're ridiculous," and I'm like, "No, you're not getting it though." Like I partied constantly, four nights a week, five nights a week, out drinking, carrying on. Like I abused myself yeah. so much to that point that now I'm like, "Grandma," you know. Like I, but I'm so happy that that yeah. happened. Like I mean, it had a lot of consequences. I didn't have my shit together. Yeah. I should have. But you've lived. Yeah, it's just, I just, I needed to go off through all that crap to yeah. get where I am now, or I wouldn't be here. And where do you in, in the In the state that I'm in. Yeah, you seem... Yeah. I'm just, oh, I just love you. I'm excited for I you. I love you too. So you got a new podcast. New podcast coming out. We're relaunching in May. Um, it's going to be similar to what we're doing now. Yeah. Um, it's called Whipped Cream. You guys can check it out if you haven't heard of it yet um, on every platform. But it's just going to be more conversational. We're going to do... A lot of different stuff that I don't want to give away yet. No, but, yeah, don't give it away. It you just got to check it out. Um, and you're still planning events because obviously that's something that you like to do even though it's, mm-hmm. it's so it's much intense. work. It's intense. And your next one, I mean, this will probably come out. It'll definitely come out after Women's Day. Events are so love-hate, right? Because it's like you have to go through. It's like it's like, it's like like you're playing a game and yeah. you're fitting all these puzzle pieces in. And then in the middle of the game, you're like, oh, God, why did I do this? <laughs> and then at the end, you're like, and you see people yeah. and how much they got out of it. You're like, okay, now I remember. Right, yeah, but this is why I'm doing this. Yeah, you just have to have, I have to meditate more when I'm doing this. <laughs> <laughs> um, like you, obviously, you're, you meditate all the time now. Mm-hmm. You're taking care of your body. You're not drinking and partying as much. 
Um, do you think that your journey with health is going to keep going in this direction? Like, where would you like to see it go? It's going to get, it's going to evolve even more. Like, I haven't had a drink. I've been completely sober for three months. Wow. Nothing. And I don't really love to use that word because that word because you act out in other ways. Like sometimes I'll over shop, yeah. or sometimes I'll overeat because you're always looking for something to yeah. feel better. Um, but yeah, now I'm so sensitive. Yeah. Like if I have a like if I have one drink, I'm assuming like when I did a couple months ago, it's like I get, I, I get drunk off one drink because yeah. I'm like not. So it's like it can only evolve from there. Like yeah. I actually like it's like when you take all the shit out and yeah. then you put even a little bit back in, your body's like whoa. You know, and are you are you eating super healthy too? Like if you're not drinking, oh are god, you... it's such a journey with that. Like sometimes I'm eating super well and clean, but I really try to like again balance it because yeah. I keep harping on that for me because I was so unbalanced before. I'm like it's either I'm healthy all the time and nothing is coming in my system, yeah. or I'm eating junk every day. Like you know, it's always like the extreme. So I let myself have crap when yeah. I want it, and I eat pretty good. I mean, you look you look beautiful, <laughs> like really really beautiful. Thank you. You, you obviously you're like you built with mm-hmm. but it's terrifying building a business I mean you know I've, how many times have I spoken to you about okay what are you terrified okay, about okay healthy is hot I want to know yours I want to know yours a passion scared. project you just literally heard me say out loud to someone that oh well, healthy is hot is just my passion project and you look at me and you're like it is not just your passion project and you're right like I don't want it to just be a passion project I want it to be I mean it's crazy to say but like I want it to be my legacy I want it to I want to build an empire around this concept and Sometimes I feel like I just hit wall after wall, and I think I stop myself. I think self-doubt, fear of rejection, fear of failure, and all of that having less than brilliant ideas kind of stop me from actually moving forward. Also, I have no idea how to run a business or no be one that does. kind of woman. No one but does. I think I have it in me. I think this is something. No, not I think. I know. There's no exact formula. There's just there's no there's no written out formula for it. Yeah, there's things uh, and surefire ways to make money, and that's part of having a business. Yeah. But there's no there's no linear way of doing it. Like, do you? But you were just a student. You just absorbed and like I feel like I'm just I'm googling things all the time. I'm like I just tried, especially at the beginning, and now I still do, especially because so you get you you have the beginning stage where you have no fucking idea what you're doing. Yeah. During that time, I just really tried to talk to as many people. Like, little things people would say would just stick. And I kept just gathering, almost. Um, And then when you get to kind of the middle stage, then you really need to talk to, like, people that are way light years ahead of you and be like, how do I, like, make this real, right? So it just depends what stage you're at, I think. Because that's the kind of stage I'm at where I'm like, I need to talk to someone that's, like, a CEO of something that's been doing this for 10 years to, like, figure out what the fuck I'm supposed to be doing, right? Yeah. It depends what stage you're at, but just talk to people around you and, like, pick their brain as much as possible. But those fears and insecurities are never going to go away. No. You just have to know that they're not going anywhere, I think. And it's because it all depends on who you're in the room with. Like, someone's going to make you feel insecure. Yeah. And that's okay. You don't want to be the most successful person in any room or the smartest person or the most driven person. Yeah, Ideally, you're around other people. And when you are in those rooms when you're not, you're going to feel like it's, it's a bound to you. I don't know. Most people, I know I would feel a little bit insecure. Yeah. You know, and you just have to be like, it's something I like to tell myself whenever I'm walking into that kind of situation. You know this better than anyone. Look at the thing. Look at the people you have to interview. Like, I couldn't do that. They're just people. That's what. I, that's exactly what I was going to say. I'll be in the car and be like, I'm just a person. No one's better than me and I'm not better than anyone. That really helps me calm down. Yeah. But I couldn't interview people that you're interviewing. I would freak out. Yo, I don't I don't really get nervous very often. For interviews? No, nah, very rarely. But I got Charlie Hunnam the other day in New York. 
And I think I just have such a girl crush on me that I wasn't nervous, but, like, I felt like a 16-year-old girl. And I had to fully tell myself, like, he's just an actor. I'm, this is my job. I'm going to go in there and treat him like a regular person. Walked in there, and I was just like, oh, you're not a regular person. (laughs) You're so hot. But, no, but I had to, I had to tell myself. But you're right. It's just all people. But I think. So you don't ever get nervous doing interviews? I'll get. Generally. Like, excited nerves. Like, the kinds of nerves that show you still care and show you're still, like, in it. Wow. But it's not, it's not often that I'll get nervous. I was recently really nervous when I was in Ottawa hosting uh, a panel that was live streamed across a bunch of government websites oh. for International Development Week mm-hmm. um, to support just, you know, different organizations in Canada. And, like, two hours before, they're like, oh, so we were told you're bilingual. You cool to do this in uh, French and English? And there's going to be a minister there and everything like that from the government? I was like, I'm sorry, what? I'm like, no, 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 no. Like, in Toronto, fully bilingual. In Ottawa and in the province of Quebec, I'm an English person who can speak French. I was like, I don't want to sound like an idiot. And I got so terrified. Like, I was on the verge of having a full-blown anxiety attack. So what happened? I had to put on my big old pants. So you did it? Well, I so I basically took the <laughs> took, took control and said, I'm happy to try to do this, but, like, we're going to have to talk. So, like, I'm going to need my script for the French portions because... I don't want to be disrespectful to the French language. So I completely commandeered the situation. I was like, we're going to start the half-hour show here. I'm going to move to this position, this position. And I had to protect myself from my anxieties by taking control in the areas I could. But I don't don't necessarily think that's protecting yourself from your anxiety. You also have to put up a boundary of, like, I wasn't told this prior. I know. So you did the right thing. I wanted to leave. I wanted to actually go back on the plane and go back to Toronto and say, bye, I can't do this. But you, that happens. Like It's like you have to know how to roll with the punches, but yeah. also you do have to put up boundaries because if you're not asked to do that prior, you're not prepared, yeah. and it's your image on the line. Yeah. Right? So you still did it and pulled yeah. through, but you have to do it, you know, under your, like how you feel somewhat comfortable. Come on. Yeah. I mean, going forward... <laughs> I mean, I really hope that never happens again, because I was like, I am going to sound like an idiot. Like, I'm a pretty good speaker. But like, we heard you learn Jamaican from Tyrone. Yes, Please we speak. hear he's, your he's co-host. Jamaican, right, isn't he? Yeah. Like, Can you speak Patois? I'm like, oh boy. Yeah. I mean, I would die. I would die. Yeah. But you got to protect yourself. Yeah. No, you're right. I think I just need to surround myself. I need to be more proactive and make lunch plans. Grab coffee. I know. Who's good at that? I just, but you know how much... That He's good at that. That for me. Yeah. Like okay, so before I got here, I had a call set up. Like it was in both of our calendars. Yes. This is someone I've never spoken to before, but I had to pitch her something, and it wasn't anything big, but yeah. it was still an ask. Yeah. And it went horribly. No. Like horribly, it's fine, no big deal. But it's like you got to learn how to deal with people saying no to you not on email like that's easy to deal with yeah no bye moved on no one saw me no one saw how i felt but you could hear how someone feels on the phone the, right that happened right before you walked yeah, in right here before. but i'm so you like i'm just like whatever next like who cares like so that's what i'm saying it's like i think we've also become so i don't know how we even got here but reliant on technology yeah but if you want to have a good business you have to get in people's faces Get in people's faces. Period. And get on the phone. And I tell you... my team this all the time. I'm like, set up a call. Why won't you set up the call? She's like, yeah, but I said it on email. I'm like, yeah, but that's not why. That's why you're not getting the answer you want. Actually, no, I've seen this side of you. When you get relentless before an event and you have one coming up, you are on it. You have to. And you have to. I just, yeah, you got to be honest. I have the word relentless tattooed on my arm. You need to have a couple tattoos, yeah. Because my mom has been calling me that since I was a kid. 
And now, like, do you see that as a good thing? Did you ever see it as a bad thing? That's why I got it. That's why I got it because yeah, I did. I did see it as a bad thing for a long time. Yeah. Like I could see her like, oh, Bianca, you're relentless. Now when but you see that. But my relentlessness has been able to get me what I want in work yeah. in a lot of ways. It's just a matter of curbing it so that you're being relentless in a, like a positive, healthy way and yeah. not like jamming things down people's throats. Yeah, there's definitely that fine line. Yeah, but I, yeah, you have to get in people's faces. It just is what it is. I mean, I struggle with being too nice and sometimes a pushover. And then when I do speak up, sometimes it can come across like too much. Yeah. And then I don't want to be that like woman that's deemed bitchy or controlling because all of a sudden she's using her voice. Don't even get me started on and this I have topic. A we need a whole other podcast. I have such a hard time with that because usually I'm like the, hi, God, nice to meet you. I'll do whatever. And then if I get, if you push me too far, like I do have my limits and I've, I've definitely been called less than desirable names when I finally use my voice. Yeah. And I'm like, this is ridiculous. Yeah. Like I'm just standing up for myself and somehow that makes me a bitch. That's a whole other thing for me and it gets me really like fired up talking about this because number one, I've been called that forever. Yeah. It's just, it's just, I just find it so interesting because it's like, why can't I be aggressive about my work Mm -hmm. without being labeled hard to work with or whatever? Like I've seen, I, because I, because of my makeup background, I've seen mostly male directors that I've worked with on set go off because they need to get the job done. Nobody says a fucking Mm -hmm. word. And I'm not, I'm talking about 10 years of experience here. I'm not talking about one. Okay. I've seen a lot of shit. And then I've worked with women directors who say one little peep. She's hard to work with. I'm like, actually, she's not. I've, I've worked with her several times. And I think she's actually amazing. That's why I keep working with her. You know? So it's yeah. like you, it's it, it's a shitty thing that we got to deal with. And I don't really go on that tangent yeah. about a lot of things, but it is for the work stuff. Yeah. We really have to learn how to be passive and aggressive all at once, but separately. Yeah. You know? And it's not fucking easy. The first time I read it in a way that really resonated with me was when I read Thrive. Tell me. And it was that. It was that she was a successful businesswoman but she had to always tiptoe the line between being a mouse and a tiger a mouse and a tiger and like so how you hard. walk into the room and how you're dressed affects all of that yep. and I was it was the first time when I read a book and I was like oh I get that like I she has been able to articulate what I've felt my whole life I it was so interesting because I never had to deal with that in my makeup career yeah it was always like do your makeup come in present yourself work work like whatever and then this is a totally different yeah i've i've it's really difficult to be two things at once in that instance when you really do see that guys don't have to oh well we'll just we just have to work harder yeah we have to work harder um obviously you like like you said you are not afraid to knock on people's doors call up no i'm afraid but i still do (laughs) Oh, let's not get it twisted. I'm, I'm, I'm sweating on the phone. <laughs> yeah, but that's nice. You can wear, you can wear light gray when you have a phone interview or phone call. No one's gonna see how sweaty those are. I'm get. scared all the time. That should be very clear. Like as aggressive as my personality yeah. is, especially when it comes to business and work, like I'm, I'm so scared all the time. Who do you? Are there women entrepreneurs out there you look up to that kind of inspire you and motivate you to keep going? Um. I think just, like, all the women around me, to be honest. There isn't, like... I mean, I'm just obsessed with Oprah, but that's the go-to answer. I mean, if you are not obsessed with Oprah, get out of here. Yeah. You know, here people say... I say hear people say, what does Oprah really even do for us? I'm like, are you joking? Shut- Change our lives? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. But I think just the people around me, like, yeah. seeing you. Like, there's a lot of things you do that I'm like, no thanks. I could never, <laughs> you know? And 
Like, you got to put yourself out there every day. That's a big deal, Quo. Seriously. So just the people around me, even if it's not, even if it's, even if what they're doing isn't exactly what I want to do or um, what I'm interested in, yeah. just seeing people do it is what inspires me all the time. Yeah. I, I used to be like, when people used to ask me that question, I used to be like, oh, Sophia Maruso, with yeah. girl boss. I'm like, yeah. she's great, but I don't know her. Yeah. I don't see her have good days exactly. or bad days. Exactly. Like she's. You know, she's amazing. I, like, completely respect what she's built, but I get more inspired with the people around me and, ideally, the people around me who do something that I don't understand in a field that I know nothing Same. about. And you can learn from them. You can watch them do their thing. And then, all of a sudden, this interesting kind of collaborative energy can come about. And it is a different story when you're talking about people that live in different places. Like, we yeah. live in Toronto, so we all do, whether, <laughs> whether we are doing the same thing or not, or going for the same yeah. things, different industries, we do kind of get it. It's a different thing when you are from the same place. Yeah. Because um, there are the same struggles that come with it. Like, the struggles that you have to deal with in L.A. building a business in here is definitely two different things. Right. So I'm more inspired by the people that I see more day to day. And then we yeah. get to sit and talk about like what's really going on <laughs> behind social media. So, like, yeah, your photos <laughs> on social media look great. But how are you really? Exactly. You know, so that's the shit that inspires me for sure. And then I'm just a podcast junkie. I love listening to male and female entrepreneurs, all entrepreneurs in general. Any podcasts that I should check out that you like? I've been kind of uh, ignoring mine lately because I've been a little bit busy, but I listen to so there's one. Hang on. Let me find this yeah. guy for you because um, he is an entrepreneur that I follow on Instagram and has been he just posts the most amazing things. I'm ready to put my business hat on. Yeah. Like his I mean, I, I, I Gary Gee, Gary V gets a lot of flack. You know, Gary V, right? No. Nah. OK, you got a business person. You got to follow him. OK. Gary um, V. Noted. David, maybe? David Meltzer. David Meltzer. So, like, you're going to see his... So, Gary V and David Meltzer. Yeah. You're going to see his page and be like, why? (laughs) (laughs) But such amazing entrepreneurial advice. And, like, Gary V's perspective is, like, he's such, like, a workaholic and, like, nuts. But just really great perspectives about, like, building business and gives gives us, like, tangible um, things to implement that will actually help your business grow. Not just, like... You know, we have to manifest and be positive. I'm the queen of that. I, yeah. I'm so into that side of it. But then, like, here's the freaking tools. Like, yeah. how to make money. How to do that. How to, like, optimize social media. Like, that kind of stuff I love to learn about. Yeah, and money's one of those things <sighs> that I have a hard time talking about. Yeah. Like. In what way? Didn't grow up with a lot. I yeah. don't want to be someone who wants money. But, like, I want to live a nice quality of life. I want to travel. Someone, you don't want to be someone who wants money? Really? No, I do. I do. You see what I mean? I don't know what you're talking about. um, You know, like, I... Yeah, like, I want to I wanna make money. I want to make money. And, like, I have a hard time saying that and actually accepting it. And so I think it's good to, like, actually find out the tools. Oh, my God, I just, like, got an accountant for the first time in my life. I'm trying to do my taxes. I'm trying to be more of an adult so that I can prep myself for the future. Well, what I've learned again last year, too, from a, a... again amazing women around me is that money is energy and it's an exchange of energy and looking at it as anything else is not going to help you so if you're not making enough money or if you're spending too much money it's not because of the money it's because of something that's going on over here well that is deep yeah so what and like i mean i can't that's like a whole other conversation really but when i started to look at it like that i saved the most money i've ever saved last year when i started to look at it like that 
instead of like, I need to make more money and why am I not making this yeah. much money and why da, 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 yeah. why am I overspending? Instead of looking at it like that, I really peeled back what was going on with me as to why yeah. I was doing those things. Whew. Yeah. Getting to the root. Yeah. So it seems like when it comes to health, you've got your meditation, mm-hmm. you're proactive with the people that you surround yourself with, sound like really strong positive I've really learned to like especially with people around you even if you love someone it doesn't mean they need to be in your life and I'm not saying that in a bad way like I I don't believe in like cutting someone off and that whole mentality that I think is like popular but I just know that I'm very like I know when it's not feeling how I want it to be feeling and I'm very very respectful of that at this point wow and that comes with time because sometimes we surround ourselves with people we think they should be or because they have been for or so many years. you feel guilty? Yeah, that was a big one. Guilt's not nice. If guilt if guilt rears its little face, that's when I know I need to check Yeah. Check some stuff out. Yeah. Wow. Okay, well, I just want to end off with, I was like asking. <laughs> what did we even talk about? Oh, I don't even know. This is what happens to you and me. Um, no, I just, I can't wait to be on your podcast. Yes, for sure. Hey, tit for We chat. have to make that happen. Tit for chat. Yes, for sure. Um, what does healthy is hot mean to you? I love that name, first of all. I don't know if I've ever told you that. No. Um, healthy is hot. What does that mean for me? Yeah. When you think of that. The first thing that comes to mind right now is that my mind is so, so much clearer than it was. Like, I feel clear, even though I have good days and bad day- yeah. days. So healthy is hot would mean for me, like, just clarity. Like, I feel not fogged. I feel like I know what I want and I know somewhat how to get there. Yeah. Um, yeah, just clarity. That's what it means for me. Wow. Okay, well, now that you've got that clarity, Mm -hmm. what's your next big bucket list item? (laughs) I have this secret. I don't even want to put it out there. (laughs) If I put it out there, that means I'm going to have to do it one day. I just have this, like, secret thing that I want to do. It's, like, just become a DJ and, like, travel Europe. And... (laughs) Yo, I died. I died. I think that's what you were going to say. Yeah, I just have the, like, I just, like, I don't know. I'm feeling very artistic these days <laughs> and musical. I don't know. I don't know what I want to do. I'm really, like, I, I've stopped putting all this, like, I need to get here and need yeah. to get there. So I know I need to be creative. That's always been something since I've been a kid. I've always been very creative. So What would be your do. DJ name? I don't know. You need a DJ My name. My friend said DJ Dirty B, but I'm not doing that. <laughs> she had a convincing Dirty. argument too, but I'm not going to tell you guys. <laughs> okay, yeah, we'll keep we'll keep that. That's, a, that's an evening chat. That's an evening pod. Okay, well, DJ Dirty B, I fucking love you. I love you too. I really love Thanks you. Thanks for having me. Oh my god, I'm I so glad you're doing this. I know. Yeah, I'm terrified. Of what? This is your realm. This is you. This is Chloe. I mean, this is everything. If only everyone can see this, it's like me and iPad, a box. For sure, something for Tyrone. We gotta take a pic of this. I know. We gotta take a picture. Wait, of hang on. Hold on. <laughs> We're doing this on air, guys. Yeah. Okay, ready? Okay. That's <laughs> gonna be good. No, but this is what you you need to document this. I mean, I this like is... how. <laughs> no, before you came in, I was like, oh shit! Like I gotta set up the podcast mic, but the, these when you're in the in, middle of us. When you're in Joe Rogan's studio one day yeah. and you're like podcasting with like I don't know, God knows who. I hope we do a share or something. You're gonna remember this. Box in this night. <laughs> so fucking good. <laughs> I love it. And just like that, another episode of the Healthy Is Hot podcast. Once again, I'm Chloe Wild, and I just want to say a heartfelt thank you for tuning in once again. Really, really appreciate you. If you enjoyed it, feel free to subscribe so you never miss out. Rate and leave us a comment. Follow us on Instagram at Healthy Is Hot, and remember healthy is fucking beautiful. See you next week.